You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I feel like this guy is stealing my idea, but he's ruining it. He's doing it the wrong way. He's ruining it for all liars. He is. Well, not for all liars. You know, they, we have different words, you know, that we use to, to describe ourselves. But nonetheless. Untruthers. Uh, sure, untruthers. Scoundrels. Scoundrels. Scoundrels, good. I, I can appreciate scoundrel. Scoundrel's scoundrel. not good. Grifter is a, what, another one that kind of works in there, too. But, I don't think that's how, that means what you think But it no, means. this guy is doing it wrong, although I appreciate the boldness of his efforts. It was quite bold. I may need to take this into my normal life a little bit more than what I've talked about before. Uh, yeah, he took a chance, man. I mean, I was pretty impressed. He did. <laughs> Calling the person a bitch might be the wrong way. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nebler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you What's so much. <laughs> with Sarah X. Dillon. With <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do. So, of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to remind everybody of uh, something very important, very important this uh, this time of year. You know, it's something that I think a lot of us need to think about. We need to slow down for a second and we need to really be conscious of the decisions that we make. And the, what goes into how we conduct ourselves. Why are you talking so slow? It's lives. making me uncomfortable. I'm tra- remember, I'm trying to try like different tactics. So now I'm going for the more like but you're political boring people. But it's the political tactic, you know, because we got to get that audience. So let, let me let me finish it up. I am so sorry. I didn't realize that you were doing a thing. We need to really think about the decisions that we make and how it affects others and how it affects ourselves and this whole world that we're in together. It's a very symbiotic relationship, whatever side you're on. And the most important thing that we can all agree on that unites us is that we need to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link when we're doing online shopping. It's the one thing that can bring everyone together. There's so many fights out there and everybody's disagreeing on things and, you know, and all that stuff. But I think you're speaking the truth. Going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link, that's something we can all do together. Trying to find some patriotic. No, oh, that was good. I wish I'd have had that at the beginning. That was that was solid. I mean, we're work, we're workshopping this right now. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't know this is what you were going to be doing. I didn't time, either. So, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> um, but I think it's important, you know, with everybody being divided, that we unite, that we unite together in something that we can all agree on, something that brings light into all of our lives and. Maybe even our hearts. And that's going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that Amazon link. You know you've thought about it before. But now is the time to stand together and click on that link as one. You're supposed to end it was like boldly. Out. You're supposed to end boldly. You kind of no, tapered I was, off. I was trying to make it no. You're tapered. I, no, because I did that because I got everybody thinking. You know, this you got is, everybody falling asleep. No, this is one of those ads where you know you listen to it and you're like, oh my gosh, they're right. Now I feel calm. I feel collected. I don't want to be yelling at them afterward. It was like a call call to action. It's like, yeah, hey, this feels good. I'm comfortable. Stop with this. saying this feels good. This feels good. <laughs> like, ooh, I like the way this feels. Do not. I like this uniting feeling. Stop. Uniting mm. feels, oh, so good. Oh, it feels good. <laughs> Doesn't it? See, that's another one. Stop, we'll try that Greg. tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll try that route. Oh, we'll go with that okay, route. Okay, that's what you're We'll go do. with the, the pleasure route. Okay. Pleasure. Yeah, Vicky says you're starting to sound preachy. Well, then I guess you got well, the politician yeah, that was, thing. That was what it was that's supposed true. to be. That's exactly what it was going to be. All right. Well, anyway, it. Uh, that's it. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Also, today, during this show, this very show that you are listening to right now, if you are listening live which you can do so by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. And hello to all of our live friends right now. We love uh, you. Um, we will be giving away a pair of tickets to go see Mike Kaplan. Not buddy only, Mike. Not only television superstar Mike Kaplan. Indeed. A hilarious, intelligent, witty, fun. Netflix superstar comedian, too. Netflix superstar Mike Kaplan. Also... Our dear friend Mike Kaplan, indeed, and then we get like, and we can honestly say that Mike, we've been friends with Mike for years now. Yeah, love the guy. He is the strangest, most he is the strangest, most wonderful mind. Yes, and that is a good is way. The best, uh, he does some of the best stand up I've ever seen in my life. And so Mike Kaplan is going to be here on Friday, May twentieth, here in Portland at Revolution Hall. We've got a pair of tickets we're giving away to live subscribers today on this show. If you're listening live, and then later on today, if you're listening via podcast, we'll be doing another giveaway via Twitter. 
Is via that the Twitters, yes. Via the Twitters, mm-hmm. at FunEmp Radio. You can follow us on there. But the first pair of tickets will go to a live listener. So we'll be doing that at some point during today's show. But let's get back to what we were talking about here at the beginning, Sarah. You need to explain this. I love – you know what? I, I missed doing the show for those couple days. Like, I honestly, every time I don't do the show, I miss it for a few days. And it's like life is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to toss you a couple things uh-huh. just because I know you missed doing the show. I'm just going to throw these into your lap just so you have, uh, you know, you have some good show fodder for today. Okay. And one of those things happened to me this morning. Happened uh, probably about no less than two hours ago. And I did not know that this was going to happen. And I, as I was walking up, I did not indeed know the glory to which was going to be bestowed upon me. <laughs> it was amazing. Okay. Okay. So, uh, hello, show fodder. So, this morning, uh, I uh, I went for a little jog. I went yogging, if you will. Oh, please don't ever say I'm that. I'm still wearing my yogging clothes, Greg. That, don't use the term yogging. Also, yeah, why do you wear your... Um... These are these are the clothes you went and worked out in. Yes, but I, I've been running this, because I only did half of my run. So I did I did half of my run before the show. It's only you. I don't care. And then uh, and then I'm gonna do the other half after the show. Okay, all right. I like to run in different directions. Sure. I like to mix it up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you go out in public in your workout clothes. Yes, I don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. well, do, I, do I look like I care? No, you don't. No. I'll give you that. I'll no, give you. I have that. a new zest for life. Are you kidding me? My throat doesn't hurt. I'm feeling great. So. Okay. Um, so we go. Uh, so I do like my morning like uh, walk run kind of thing, and I do you go to the my, mall and do it? I do not power walk the mall. Okay, all right. No, just want to make sure. Yes. Would uh, you ever do that? No. That should have to be something, uh, some kind of a bet. You have to go in your full outfit and, and power walk the mall and push a stroller. Uh, well, I wasn't even going to add that no, in. No, I'm going to yes. do that for you. No. Yeah. No, that's going to be that part of the bet. That can be a bet. That can totally be a bet, and the other person okay. gets to film it. Here's the deal. I'll tell you this right now. Like, we had our cornhole tournament last Sunday, and we played one-on-one, and I believe I won by a lot. And the bet was the loser has to wear the shirt of the other one's choosing at the next tournament. Yes. I would also consider... No. Nope. No. Changing that. And plus, if, by the way, also, I didn't know at that point that I was completely feverish, which is why oh, I couldn't focus. Oh, that does focus. not. That yes, is that's not exactly an excuse. Why. That is totally you a do not get, challenge because I can barely remember doing it because I was so I was so sick with fever. You do not get to back out I, on this no, bet. No, I'm just You saying, will be like, wearing the shirt of my really choosing. I really awful that you're trying to take advantage of the fact that I wasn't feeling well. Oh, don't even that's try this. That's really shady of you. That is not shady. Really, I won. Greg? And I don't care. Even if it was shady, I still won, and you placed that bet. You are going to wear the shirt okay, of my well, choosing. I, mean, I was, I was, was going to offer you an really, out. I was sick and not really thinking. But an out being like power walking in the mall? No, that's not happening. Yeah. No, none of those are happening. And none of them should happen because I really feel like you took advantage of me a little. I did not take advantage of you. You knew exactly what was happening. Well, you had my sick conscious. mind and my 101 <laughs> degree fever. You're just making up a number. You I didn't even take it. You'd have no idea. I can. I'm a half doctor. Like I felt my head and I'm just like, oh, it's 101.3. You did it not know. It was a high know. temperature. <laughs> you do not know what mm. your temperature was, and you knew very well what bet you were placing. No, I, you were I, not I coerced. I remember it, but I thought it was a dream. I, I did thought, not. I'm like, oh, this is a small, mean man in my dream. The small, mean. <laughs> you knew damn well what you were doing. That is not. That is not fair. You are going to honor that bet. You're not backing out of this bet like sure, everything I mean, else. I guess I don't really remember it, but if you say that it happened, <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so horrible. I mean, yeah. <sighs> That's what you say. Oh, my God. You are going to honor that bet. Okay. I mean, I was just you know, horrifically sick, but totally fine. Yep. Fine on my book. Fine on my end. Everybody saw. Everybody saw you lose. Anyway, let's get back to what we're talking. God damn it. How did this get turned around on me? You're the one that lost. Um, of course I did. I was really sick. <laughs> Are you saying that you wouldn't have lost otherwise? I wouldn't have. I mean, I, I didn't. I barely knew what was going on. I didn't understand the you know the consequences. You were just kind of like throwing things at me. I'm like, okay, I guess we're throwing bags now. I didn't realize that you were like bullying me into doing <laughs> bullying it. you. How did I bully you? Yeah, uh, Keelan is even saying he's not okay with Greg taking advantage of the sick. <laughs> Oh, I've got something. You're all complicit in this in this lie. All right. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so that was you know, that was then. This is now. So Yes, what happened today? All right. So this morning I went for um for my walk run and I ended up at one of my local grocery stores and this one just so happened to be uh my neighborhood Fred Meyer. Okay. 
uh, here in southeast Portland. Right. There, there are a few of them. So uh, went Fred to Fred Meyer Grocery Store for anybody. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a grocery them. store. Yeah, it's a like, big chain. Yeah, big chain. It has I don't know like um, anything from like household items to yeah. cosmetics to whatever. So uh, right. so Fred Meyer is notoriously would that be just, ca- classified as a department store? I don't think so. Are there still department stores? I don't think Bon Marche. Oh, I don't think that Bon Marche exists anymore. Never I don't mind. think it does. Yeah, I say Bon Marche is a department store. Is that a department store? What makes it a department store? Sprouse Ritz is a department store. No, I don't know if that is. I thought it was Sprouse Rights. I, we always called it Sprouse Ritz. Oh well, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know if that would count. All right, so for okay, never mind. Sumon saying Fred Meyer is a department store. Okay, well the the authority on all. Um, I mean, is, is does that actually count? Just because it has different departments? I suppose so. Yo, I guess maybe that's the definition of a department store. Okay, all right. Well, I'm glad we that figured that sense. out, making ourselves sound like all right, geniuses. So Fred Meyer okay, so is it's a, a department store. Fred Meyer is a department store. Went down to the department store. Went down to the department store. Now Fred Meyer is also um, owned by uh, just for the backstory of this story, mm-hmm. just in case anybody doesn't know. So Fred Meyer is owned by a giant company called Kroger. Yeah, Kroger and owns things all over the Kroger country. Kroger owns all different kinds of grocery stores, department stores, everything. They're like big brother of like the grocery store chains, kind of. Uh, sure. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I went, decided to, after I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and get my, you know, my uh, soft snacks for the day. Cause I'm still, like, <laughs> Wait, excuse your soft snacks? Well, because I, you know, I'm still like, I'm, I'm scared of my throat. I'm, right. Your I throat's right sore. Now. For anybody who doesn't know, Sarah had strep throat. For, yes. And so, so you're you're on your soft snacks. I'm eating my soft snacks. I'm really afraid. What of what anything. are your soft snacks? Uh, today, thank you for asking. Uh, today, my soft snacks include applesauce, and then I'm making my own version of white trash mozzarella sticks, which actually are kind of healthy. I buy a uh, low fat mozzarella sticks and uh, thin cut turkey, and then wrap the mozzarella stick in turkey. And then microwave them and then have my own mozzarella sticks. So that's what I'm doing today. Wait, you're calling those mozzarella sticks? Yeah, they're my uh, they're my healthy mozzarella sticks. Sure. And they're healthy because? I, I don't know because they're lower fat mozzarella. Anyway, I, that's what I'm eating today. So I'm, I'm on applesauce <laughs> and mozzarella sticks with, tur- with turkey wrapped around them. So as I'm walking up to the store. <laughs> my soft walking, snacks. <laughs> they're my soft snacks. So I got my sno- soft snacks. Went down to the department store to get myself some soft snacks. <laughs> A department store has departments. <laughs> and as I'm walking in, I see there's like a little bit of a kerfuffle. So I go, you know, I, I usually go to the store every day. Like uh-huh. I see, the, you know, I always bump into people. And like I, I know a lot of the employees, as Greg has pointed out before. I know my baristas. Yeah, and... you're weird about that. You you talk I to like the employees. I like my neighborhood store. I yeah, like but it. at like a Fred Meyer or a Safeway or something like that, like you talk to the employees a lot. Yeah, it I see them strange. every day. I yeah, mean, but why? I think it would be strange. Not, I don't talk to them, but at least like smile and say hi or whatever. Yeah, no, you do more than that though. No, you enter into conversations, like you know the names of people. All right, let me tell you this: I did make, uh, I did make friends with the makeup lady. Oh Jesus! And uh, I knew that there was a new shipment of this. Oh, I don't want to get her in trouble. Never mind. Wait, did you get the inside scoop yes. of some new makeup that's getting shipped in? You got. You have an insider now. With the makeup lady at Fred Meyer. Do you know her just because you go there and stand in that department so much and just stare at it? No. Yes. <laughs> this is at the Fred Meyer. You're getting inside scoops. Not only am I getting inside On some inside kind of blush. Scoops. What is it? Blush or? No, it's a, it's this brand that I like. Um, and this is for hysterical purposes only. She's not, she didn't do this for me. But um, it's this particular oh. brand that I like that I, um, I want to get this particular color of lipstick, but it's been sold out forever. So uh, I've been talking to her for the past couple of weeks. And You've been talking show. to the poor makeup lady for two weeks. She talks to me. We talk a lot about makeup. We both enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, she's working. She wants somebody to talk to. She's, you know, doing makeup. I don't know if she's specifically the makeup lady, but she's like always there. When So anyway, I was talking to her about some, some of this makeup and she found out. She's like, hey, that lipstick that you've been wanting. The, the shipment's coming in. She know you talk enough to where she knows the lipstick that you want that they currently don't have. She knows that much about you, and you're not oversharing. I'm not oversharing. Okay, so so she gave you the inside scoop that it's going to yeah, be coming she's just in. Like, hey, so I'm getting the new. Lipstick. She's like, I'm probably not supposed to do this, but this color <laughs> goes pretty fast, so I'm going to set one in the back for you. So next she's time she's setting aside makeup for you. Wow. She really is. Sarah. Wow. Uh, okay. What? No, I'm just 
I I love my Fred Meyer employees. They're amazing. Yes, you 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 very much do. There, which is why when I approached this situation this morning, I was a little. It was uh, it was hilarious and kind of strange. So uh, anyway, so I walk so I walk up to Fred Meyer and I'm seeing like some sort of kerfuffle happening with one of the regulars who's always there. He's this like tall white dude, and there's this guy who clearly you can't tell if he's like one of the Hawthorne people that is dressed eccentric because he's like a, a millionaire. Right. Or he's eccentric because he's like a crazy person. Okay. Like one of those, like, there's. You're like, you have a trust fund with a ton of money and you're just dressing terribly. Exactly. Because there are some of these, like, kooky old, you know, white men who are just like, look at me, I'm wearing, like, you know, but they're, like, you know, billionaires. Right. And they live in this district. Or it kind of sounds like San Francisco. Or, like, someone could be, like, crazy and homeless or, you know, crazy with a home. It's, It's hard to tell sometimes. So I, I'm seeing this, like, interaction happening. I couldn't quite hear what was going on. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, okay. My first assessment was like, okay, that guy doesn't look crazy. Maybe he's just very animated in the way that he's talking. Yeah, that's never the case. That's never the case. So uh, as I'm walking closer, um, the, the Fred Meyer guy, he's just totally keeping his composure. He's just kind of sitting there with his arms crossed. Like, I could see that he's kind of angled to the way where I think he's gently trying to guide the guy out of the store. Okay. And, and so they're I'm, engaged in some so they're engaged. The, the, the Fred Meyer employee is just kind of sitting there just listening to him. He's not in, like it, talking back to him or anything. He's just kind of listening like, all right. Okay. Okay. So the guy, he was yelling at him. I just caught the tail end of the conversation where he's just like, I, I could do whatever I want. I could do whatever I want here. You don't even understand. You don't even understand. And the Fred Meyer guy's just kind of sitting there, you know, with his arms kind of crossed, like, pleasantly, like, okay. Nodding his head. Okay. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, he's like, I don't think you know who you're talking to. You don't know who you're talking to. Do you know who I am? I'm Mr. Kroger. Yeah, I'm Mr. Kroger, bitch. I'm Mr. <laughs> Kroger. And he started, and then he just spun on his heel, and he's like, "I'm Mr. Kroger," and just ran. He, he only put him one. He, he said "bitch" once, but uh, yeah, he spun on his heel and then like walked away. <laughs> and the Fred Meyer guy was just kind of unfazed because it's the Hawthorne Fred Meyer, and there are tons of crazy people everywhere. Right. But I was just like, did he? Did he just claim to be the owner of like? The fr- like entire like Kroger Industries like Fred Meyer chain. He was claiming to be Mr. Kroger, and he was saying that he could do what he wanted because he was Mr. Kroger. And so I came up. So sorry, yes, Greg. I did talk to the Fred Meyer employee. I did see him, and I was like, I was like, I'm. I, I couldn't help it over here. I'm sorry. Did that guy just tell you that he was? the owner of uh, Fred Meyer and he's like yeah I'm pretty sure he just was <laughs> telling me he was Mr. Kroger I'm like okay just wanted to that's check on that that's fantastic no and I, I just no. looked down I'm like this is I'm like that was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and then he was just like, yep. So, I mean, here's the thing, though. The guy is doing it wrong. Now, I've talked about this on the show, you know, how, um, you know, my other personas, Larry Amtrak, Omtrak. It's uh, heir to the Omtrak fortune. Even though we found out the Omtrak fortune is only, what, Heir 35? to the Omtrak fortune. It's only, like, 35 years old. Larry Omtrak. Okay. Heir to the Omtrak. He's a very boisterous person. And, you know, you can go on trains and you use that. And then if you say it with confidence, <laughs> you know, then you obviously you can uh, – maybe get away with things or get free tickets or get free booze or something. That's uh, always the goal. So Larry Omtrak. Now this guy, because I only do that on trains. This guy, I mean, I got to say, that's a bold move to use it in a neighborhood situation like that. It something, was a neighborhood that's more situation, everyday. yeah. Like Amtrak, I don't go on there very often. So that's, that's a different situation. This, though. That was a bold move to pretend mm. to be Kroger, but he's doing it wrong. And he's this doing is where it he's wrong. Doing it and he wrong. was doing it like early in the morning. Like this is like nine a.m. Like why is he? If you're gonna try to pull that off, well, one probably calling the employees a bitch is gonna do it. You so know, number I'm, one, don't I'm call Mr. Kroger, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, don't call any of the employees. <laughs> I don't think he was directly talking to the employee, but I think true. it just kind of hey. squirted out of his mouth. And he's Life like, hack, calling people bitch <laughs> doesn't usually work. <laughs> but, life hack tip number one, yeah. <laughs> don't call. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a series of Fun Employment Radio life hacks. Wow, um, that would be really good. Yeah, real groundbreaking stuff. Uh-huh. No, you can't do that, but you have, to have, you have to have some kind of a story. Kroger's a little bit too obvious, I think, to go with. However... You still might be able to utilize that if you went in with the right demeanor. Now, you'd have to go in. You'd have to be dressed nice but not overly nice because those super rich people, they don't want to – you know, they're not going to come in you know, with a monocle on and like a cane. Not there. That's not going to work. 
you got to dress like nicely, like a nice sweater. No, he would be like hip, like Mr. Like uh-huh. Mr. Kroger. Like he wore those super small, like circle glasses, but like the ones with like the thick frames. Oh, like specs, like yeah, like some sort like, of like tortoise. Like where's shell. Waldo? Yeah, like kind of like that, but smaller, like the tortoise shell, like the like the Richie Rich. Like I see a lot of of rich older men around there wearing them. Okay, like little circle glasses. Yeah, you'd you have know to the do ones that. I'm talking about yeah, sure. Yeah, you'd have you to have do, to do that. that, and then you'd have to you'd have to be like a little bit more quiet about it, like. Hey, how's it going? Um, my name is uh, Ted Kroger. You know, I don't know if you know we, you know, well, I don't want to get into it, but we own we own all the Fred Meyer chains, and uh, just wanted to, you know, stop by, say hello, and just check up on things. And you know, we're, we're talking to some employees, just seeing how it goes. And meanwhile, you've got your bag of groceries that you're sitting right there. You know, behind behind the scenes, you're holding your bag of groceries. And you sweet talk them, and then you walk out with your groceries. Although that's just kind of stealing. I don't know if that that really counts. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly stealing. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, that think really that's sweet that's talking. That's stealing. Okay, that doesn't really work. No. Well, I, okay, I guess then the bottom line is you would want to get like free stuff. You want them to give you like a free sandwich. You want them to give it to you. Then you're not stealing. That's not stealing. That's a gift. So you go up to the sandwich counter and then you just kind of whisper to the side like, "Hey, don't want to make a big deal about it." Ted Kroger, um, you know Kroger. Is Industries that his first and, name? Is it Ted? I have no idea. I, rem- I just guy- made that up. See, it already worked. You believed it. Oh my god! I'm you not believing it. you. I was just asking. No, Ted this Kroger? guy did say. Uh, hi. This guy specifically said. I remember he said Mr. Kroger, and then at one point he said Mr. Roger Kroger. Roger Kroger. So I don't know if that's really the name, but I remember that he said Roger. Ro- Roger's good. That's it. Uh, there, well, there are Roger Krogers, but I don't believe they're affiliated with the Kroger Industries. At least not according to what I'm just just finding out right here. So you know, a, a free sandwich would obviously be a a big goal. Like you should, you could maybe try this. That's really like your ultimate goal is to just get a free sandwich. Well, it's always to get free stuff. I mean, but for something like this, out of everything free, you'd want a sandwich. Yeah, probably a free sandwich. Okay. They have like they're. Ex- right. I'm on a free lipstick. It's their totally, sandwiches totally are expensive, you know, and I want I want a good sandwich. Um, so yeah, I would probably go with that. You know, Ted Kroger, that'd be good. But you have to be calm, and that's the main <laughs> thing. You have to be calm about it. You have to you have to ease into it. Just ease into it. And so that's one way. But now I'm thinking about this. Like, where else could you use these kinds of things and get away with it, especially here in Portland? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they could say, uh, hey, um, let's see. What else, would, what else would work? You can, like, start naming yourself after, like, one of the, uh, like, the streets. You could be like, oh, I'm related to Dr. Hawthorne. Uh, I think a lot of people aren't even going to know who Dr. Hawthorne is. How would they not know who Dr. Hawthorne is? Because most people in this city moved here a year and a half ago. They don't <laughs> They don't know. That's depressing. Well, I mean, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. You have to do something more bigger than that. Uh, you could say, uh, <laughs> being noted in the chat, I hope it's true that I may have just uh, had a monocle ordered for me. I would so wear a monocle. You would not be able to keep a monocle on your face. How oh, do you even I would keep too? a monocle on your face? You pinch it. You pinch it with your eye. I had like a monocle when I was God, a kid. Greg is demonstrating what it would be like to. Pinch you shove it. It's like you shoving a piece of glass in there, and you wedge Don't it in. Don't shove a piece of glass in your. No, eye. you wedge it in between your your like eye socket, and then you like squeeze on it, and then you walk around with it, and then you look at things. You know that's how it works. I, I could wear a monocle. Oh my I God! Did Tuki actually order you a monocle? Oh, I hope so. That would be great. Oh my God! Um, and the chat says uh, Greg could be Walter Portland. Another one could be Cesar Chavez for Cesar Chavez Boulevard. That. <laughs> that there's some people in Portland that might actually work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, yeah. Caesar, Caesar Chavez. How you doing? They named a street after I me. think that you should be Joey Division. Joey Division. <laughs> <laughs> that would maybe work. That would maybe work. I think you should be Joey Division. Joey Division. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, like other, other big products, you know, other big things that would, that would kind of work for that. And, uh, oh, Powell's. That's book. what I was going to say. Powell's. Yeah. You could be Bobby yeah, Powell's books. <laughs> Bobby Powell. Powell's books downtown. Oh, man, we read so many books. Yes. Yeah, that might work. I don't know why I always resort to they have to be like an outlandish southern person. <laughs> no, just be normal. <laughs> I know it's hard. Bobby Powell. How you doing? <laughs> See, that's that's a different situation. Like, if you're going into the store. <laughs> there are other ones. There's there's Tony I-84. Tony I-84. <laughs> oh, it could be Tony Banfield. Tony Banfield. Yeah. Uh, that Banfield, not not big enough. Not but enough people the know Banfield. The Banfield family is actually buried alone for a cemetery. Oh, my God. Okay, thank you for um, the There could be, a, it says Jackson Burnside. Jackson Burnside. <laughs> Jackson oh, Burnside yeah. sounds like a classy motherfucker. Yeah, like, that like, might. I'm Jackson Burnside. See, all of these things are possible. All mm. these things could work. Uh, what are some other big landmarks? Or... I'm trying to think. 
Um, Stumptown wouldn't work. I was going to say John Stumptown. No, that's not. That's, that's a not nickname. Gonna, yeah, that's not going to work. No, that doesn't either. work. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll think about some I think other. The ways. Powell thing is probably your best one, or or Joey Division. Joey Division. Hey, Joey Division. Hey, what's up? It's hey, Joey. Joey Division. You could be a Holman. Holman. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, like that's a big name around here. Holman's. You're well, like Harry Holman. Well, that's like a funeral parlor, right? It's also a street and a bar, and there's a street Holman. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, maybe maybe that would work. I don't think that I, – I don't know if I like that one as much. Um. <laughs> Togi just said, oh, I also bought a top hat. I can't stop. Well, Togi, I hope that you went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Amazon link before all of your classy purchases. You know, there's one thing that unites all of us. Stop. And it's going to funemploymentradio.com. It's like you're trying to be sexy and Amazon it's like making everybody I'm not trying to be sexy. It makes everybody I'm not trying to be sexy with it. Ooh, what about Mount Hood? Now, that's something. That is something. Daryl Hood. Hey, Daryl Hood. How's it going? Daryl Hood? Daryl Hood. That is the worst yeah. name ever. Daryl Hood. Yeah, I think that that kind of works. Hey, it's uh, Daryl Hood. How you doing? You know, they named a mountain after my, my grandfather. Uh, he was, uh, you know, a pioneer. What was, he, what was he a pioneer in? Oh, he, was a, he was a pioneer, you know, and came out here in a wagon and all that stuff and, you know, helped settle this land. And uh, anyway, Daryl Hood, how you doing? Uh, that's my mountain. So, uh, you know, we inherited it. You know, we let the public use it. But obviously, all of the private land up there belongs to us. I could probably say that to some people. I think you look more like a Joey Division than a Daryl Hood. (laughs) Joey Division. Hey, hey, it's Joey Division. All right. Or Bobby Powell. I I still like Bobby Powell. Bobby Powell. Bobby Powell. (laughs) Bobby Powell's a very upfront, in-your-face kind of guy, which is weird because he owns, you know, is heir to the book fortune. All right. There's some other suggestions. There's Clarence Terwilliger III. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Terwilliger. That would be a good last one. Uh, There's another one. Jim Tabor. Jim Tabor. Bob Willametti. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Willamette, yeah. But you have to be, like, really aggressive that Willamette is the mispronunciation of your name. Ooh, I don't know if I could do that. That would be awesome. I don't know if I could do that because I hate it when it's mispronounced. I know, but you have to, like, just be all for it if people are just like, oh, the Willamette. You're like, no, excuse me, actually, it's very troublesome to my family and I. Uh, that was the rumor started long ago that's pronounced Willamette. Actually, uh, I... This is my family name, so it is Bob Willametti. If you could just say it appropriately, that would really mean Bob a lot to Willametti. me. Bob yeah. Willametti, me and my family. Make oh. it your platform. I don't know if I want to make that you my love platform being though. Obnoxious, that would be. I so love being funny. obnoxious, but I don't know if I want to do that one. Yeah. Bob Willametti, um, you may have heard of my river it runs through Portland down there. You cross it probably every day. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's yeah, a real it's big river. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real strong river. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you cheating? <laughs> What are you? What are you trying to do there? I don't know. I was trying to give you like something to work with. You're giving me that. Like, you want to see my big strong river? Oh, don't say it like that. Bob Willametti. Bob Willametti here. I want to show you my big strong river. Ah, uh, yeah, Bob Willametti. Stop doing it so quietly. That's how, Bob Willametti's more of a quiet guy. Bob Willametti sounds like a serial killer. Bob Will. Well, he could be. You don't know. You're not. You know. You Green River. Bob Willametti. <gasps> Maybe he's the Willametti River Killer. No, Bob Willametti is just a very calm guy. He walks in. Nobody quite knows whether they're intrigued. You know, they're or drawn scared. into him, but they're also a little bit unsure. You know, and that little bit of Terrified. fear is a little bit of fear is okay. Watching not your drinks sure. carefully. Hi, Bob Willametti. Um, that's my river downtown, and just want to stop you know saying that's that. my river. Uh, you may have heard of. Uh, my newspaper. I'm in a bit of a lawsuit there. The Willamette Weekly. Uh, that's also should be mine. They're using my name, but you know, whatever. We won't get into that. Um, yeah. So how are you doing? Um, Everything you're doing right now is wrong. No, that's how you got to talk really smooth, you know. And then chicks are gonna love that. Oh, be like, chicks are gonna love. Yeah, that. they'll be like, "Ooh, he's smooth and confident, and also part of <laughs> Portland, a very important part of Portland." Not scary and no, and no, assaulty. Bob Willamette, I'd like you. Bob Will- I like you have to always say your name before you do something. You're like, um, I'm glad that you asked me that, Bob Willamette. Um, I'm really taking a strong stand on that. Bob Willamette, you know, there is just something very intriguing about you. I can't put my finger on it, but uh, no, because you could totally use that as an opening line. I don't even know how we started on this, but as an opening line, like I was, you're Bob like, oh, Willamette oh, hello, my sh- name's uh, Bob Willamette, and so I'll be like, oh, like Willamette. Like, actually, no, no, sweetie. 
No. Like Willamette. No, you must be new here. So. Greg, stop whispering. I'm stopping it. I'd like to show you my river. Don't offer to show people your river. Yeah. Anyway, just so you know. Uh, Sometimes sewage overflows into it. Bob Willamette. How you doing? Ooh. Sometimes Bob Willamette he makes a lot of it. makes a lot of like Bob like, like uh, noises where he's just pleasantly surprised. Ooh. Nobody wants to hear pleasantly surprising noises from somebody. Bob Willamette. But they're oh. not interested in that way. Oh, that's that's intriguing. I don't want to hear you enjoying something. Yeah, Bob Willamette's always intrigued and and, and enjoying and, things, secret yeah, things. Yeah. Oh. Stop. Well, that's delightful. Pop Willamette. Mm. Satisfied. Okay, stop it. Hello, my friends. Always satisfied. Hello, my friends. How are you? Oh my gosh, it's my first world of crazy since I've been back. I'm so excited. Mm. Gregory Nibbler, stop it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg's trying to contain himself because I gave him the eyebrow. Oh. Greg, (laughs) have you ever looked at an animal and really wondered what they were thinking about, what they were trying to communicate to you, be it uh, when they're verbalizing, if they're like barking, or in this case, meowing? Oh, boy. I don't know. Well, could the mystery of the meow have finally been solved? That that sentence doesn't even make any sense. I don't know. Did you just make that up right now? No. Could the mystery of the meow be solved Okay. by a new futuristic cat collar? It's called a talking cat collar, Greg. Oh, jeez. More specifically, the Catterbox. The Catterbox. Uh, now, a new product has been announced called the Catterbox, which is the, first world's t- uh, the world's first talking cat collar. It purports that every time a cat meows, the loud voice of a British gentleman... Kindly informs you <laughs> of every thought and feeling that they believe that the Wait, cat has. Is had. there audio of this? Uh, there isn't yet, or maybe there is. You should look it up. I have the I have the story. So yes, uh, so <laughs> it reports to do just this. I'm hungry. <laughs> Hello there, sir. I'm hungry. I'm licking my genitals. You know, be like different things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Rick. Rick Rutherford, please take that out. <laughs> no. Send that to no, me. No, I'd say things that the, my new that the cat would say. Ring. Like, why does it have to be a loud British person? <laughs> what else would a cat say? <laughs> I, mean, I think I could probably get this job as the voiceover I think artist. I could. So, yeah, so uh, the catter box. My is- litter box is full. Shitter's full. <laughs> they, but I, I imagine cats call it a shitter. And not a litter box. The shitter box? Uh-huh. Oh, they've got inspirational music for it. This is their ad. Since the beginning of time, <laughs> cats have been an enigma. No one really knows what they're thinking. Shh. It's exciting, isn't it? Studies show they only meow in order to communicate with humans. So we set out on a mission to get to know them better. By analyzing different cat noises... We've designed a digital sensor that detects a cat's meow. Oh, wow. Okay, that's just getting boring. Yeah. Well, what it uses is, uh, let me tell you in my voice, uh, in Bluetooth te- it uses Bluetooth technology, a microphone, and a speaker to capture the cat's meow and translate it into an English-speaking human voice. No, Greg, this is not a joke. Nor is it the first time that this company has... Oh, no, it's the first time a company. I guess somebody has tried and failed before. So this isn't the first time a company has tried to use technology to translate cat meows, cat meows to human words. Now, a few years ago, there was a company, not the Catterbox, but Meowlingual, who existed to try and interpret feline vocalization and expressions. So it didn't actually work. So since then... Um, now, Catterbox is picking up where Meow Lingual has dropped it off. Um, so, I guess the Talking Cat Caller is something that will be available. And they don't quite know if it's exactly... Can you believe it? They can't quite 100% guarantee that it's exactly what the cat is thinking that is coming out of the British man's voice from their voice box. The Catterbox. I've urinated on your bed. Various things that cats would say. 
Nate had a cat one time that hated Gavin. These are my two best friends that I grew up with. We lived together in Portland off of uh, Joey Division's street for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the cat would, the cat hated Gavin. Wouldn't pee on his bed twice. That's my story there. A little anecdote. That really made it's you feel... spicing it up. That made you sound more human. Peppering And relatable. In. Yes. That was a real good job. Bob Lemmett's all, Will Mitty's always relatable. In one of my favorite headlines of the day... I did not write this. Hallelujah! A Florida mom claims to have seen God in her baby's soiled diaper. Oh. Hallelujah. That's. A Florida woman, in not at all Florida woman fashion, is now loudly proclaiming that she believes God has sent a message to her in her baby's poopy diaper. Gross. Well, you're not looking at it. I'm just talking about it, so just get over it. So, Florida woman Katie Vasquez of Winter Park, Florida, says she was changing her son's diaper recently when she noticed something strange. This is this cannot be real. It is real. You can you can look it up. A poop stain in the shape of a cross. Now, Florida woman Katie said, uh, it might not be the prettiest sign, but he puts signs where he knows that you'll see them. Ew. It's hard to miss it when it's right there in front of you. This is her talking about the poop in the diaper that looks like a cross, by the way. Sometimes in our busy, crazy, hectic lives, we forget how wonderful our God is. Today I feel as though he sent me a sign. Today he said everything will be okay. I'm right here by the sign. I'm right here by your side. The sign came in the oddest form, my baby's poop. I went to change his diaper and he pooped a cross. Gross. This is so gross. It's hard to miss what's right there in front of you. If you can or you want to, feel free to share this picture and the message that God is with us. So this is her uh, tacking on to the, the picture. It does just look like a cross. I don't not, need to see you the don't picture see of it. somebody's not, diaper. I know, I'm not, but she's trying to spread the word of the Lord because she feels blessed to have seen this inside of her baby's <sighs> diaper. said that she believes all things are possible with God, including feces crosses in her baby's diaper. Uh, that post has been shared more than 5,000 times. Uh, let's see. So she hasn't uh, spoken out about it anymore. So who knows if it's actually real or not. But I wouldn't. I hope it's real because I hope that she's not making up the fact that that's the thing that she wants to be like attached to her name. A feces diaper. A feces diaper. <laughs> Greg? Yes. We've talked about... Over the past few months, how this does indeed seem to be your year, a little bit. It is kind of because I'm going to get to see Weird Al. There's Guns and Roses. I'm pretty sure this is the year that we discover aliens. I did say it was the year of the aliens. You're going to the prom. I'm I'm going to the Fun Employment Radio prom mm-hmm. happening July 22nd. Save the date. Tickets on sale soon. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good for me. Pretty good year. Yeah. Now, let me just tell you this. And it's also like the 90s are back. So, I mean, you're like slightly in fashion. No, I just stayed. I stayed in fashion. It's just everyone else is coming back into fashion. Wallet chains, stocking caps, all that stuff. This is These are things that I've been keeping going, keeping the scene alive. Isn't that, what's that phrase? Like, for 20 even years. A, even a stop clock is right once a day. Yeah, well, I'm right right now. Everything's hitting me. This stopped, is this is my year. You're a stopped fashion clock. I but this is my year. It's all coming back to me now. All right. Well, let me tell you how it still is, Greg. Man curls have officially arrived. Curly-haired men are now <laughs> fashionable. Wait a minute. We weren't fashionable before? You were not fashionable before. But in lieu of Jon Snow and his man curls, now men are running to salons and getting perms. What? To have their own man curls, Greg. No. And I want to thank our Canadian listener, Sebastian, who sent this to me. Sebastian sent this to me. It It is a true story. So I'm going to start spreading rumors that you're perming your hair. I am not perming my hair. I am totally doing that. Dudes are getting perms? This is our thing. Curly-haired guys, this is our thing. And these guys are trying to take it away from us? Well, it's being called the Jon Snow effect. <clears throat> I find it kind of suspect I... that 
that you dressed Come as Jon Snow and for some reason you accidentally have curly hair. Some days it's curlier than more. Is that fresh after you got your perm? Your man curl <laughs> perm? I get a perm. Yeah, so it's calling the it's calling it the Jon Snow effect. Men are now flocking to barbershops and hair salons requesting what? their own man curls. Yes, uh, New York what City. What kind of based men are doing salons. this? They're saying it's definitely. Um, let's see, a rep from one of the biggest New York City based salons says uh, it's definitely become uh, a big style trend. And this year alone, it's very of the moment because it gives men because man perms give men definition and texture along with. Who are Sex these appeal. bastards that are stealing my my gig here? Like this is this is my time. It is my time to shine. It is your time out here. <laughs> Curly hair, wallet chains, stocking caps, black shirts and jeans. Like this is my thing. This is my gig. All my bands are back. And uh, these dudes are trying to steal this. In the live this. chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, it's being asked, Greg, how old were you when you got your first man perm? I've never had a perm. Uh, so, wow, that's where all your money goes. So, perms cost about $145 a pop. and Wow, really? And take about two hours. My aunt's uh, hairdresser, she used to always do perms at her house when I would stay oh, there. Oh, that's so interesting that your aunt is smells. a hairdresser. Is that I, when she you got never your first perm, perm my hair. I'm just saying I know that smell of perms, and it's... Well, it's not of, perm! Instead of tightly round wing, uh, ringlets, wound ringlets... Men are requesting tousled soft waves. That's just like rare. Kit Harrington's, a.k.a. John Snow. Uh, let's see. This uh, talking head goes on to say, Men are more confident now, and it's more public, that it's okay to get man perms and okay to change your image. It's not okay. And it's not only requested at salons. Barbershops are getting in on the trend <laughs> as well. So in the UK, now barbershops, which you're, you know usually just do like shaves and haircuts, are now offering their own versions of man perm services. So man perms are becoming extremely popular in barber shops. Um, let's see. So there's a let's see. This is a barbershop owner in the UK. He says we have guys who come back after having perms, wanting more and more. <laughs> According to men's grooming experts, curls on men are alluring. Uh, it's said that good hair and lots of it is sexy. There's something about curls that feel luxurious. The Jon Snow man curl look, which is... That's what I... I, I did a photo shoot as Jon Snow. Was that right after you got the perm? Or was it after good it loosened time. up after a couple of weeks? Uh, so, this, uh, so this woman... So the grooming expert, she goes on to say, the Jon Snow look has a looser, scruffier, undone edge to it. Like, he's too busy defending the wall to think about how his hair looks at the end of the day. The I don't give a fuck attitude is hot. No, it's just lazy, but still. With more and more men opting for Jon Snow man curls, it has indeed become the hottest trend of the summer. Wow. I've never been a hottest trend. I'm trendy. Is this a pretty exciting day for you? It's a pretty exciting day. Mm. Wow. I'm just saying, the year of Greg, you're right. And speaking of the year of Greg, I did find one last story that goes along with that because when I read this, I was like, this is the most. This is a story that Greg would really, really appreciate. <laughs> and it made me laugh out loud. Okay. So this is a story out of Manchester. Since it is my year, do you think? What do you think Britney Spears is up to? Should I just shoot for the moon? Should I just shoot for all of it? You should shoot for all of it. She's looking pretty good. I mean, I'm hip. I'm trendy. You're not supposed to say that if you're either of those things. I have non-permed curly hair. That's how you can hit on girls. This is the year of Greg. You're like, excuse me, uh, this hair—it's not permed. It's been 20 years. I think this is my shot at uh, shot at Britney. I think this is the year. You're just all right. It's going from zero to a hundred there. Yeah. Why not? All right. Now one final story out of Manchester. So, uh, Chief Constable, which is a, a police person, right? Yeah. I think In the so. UK, okay. Yeah. Chief Constable, it's like Rebe- a sheriff or something. Rebecca Sutcliffe 
uh, has been suspended by Greater Manchester Police after reportedly getting into a late into a late night fight at a hotel bar. So the 46-year-old is said to have gotten into a loud disagreement. So this is Constable Rebecca Sutcliffe with Superintendent Sarah Jackson. What these two police ladies got into an argument about was about who had the best boobs. <laughs> two senior Wait, what? police department officers who were attending a conference on senior women in policing got into trouble and have been suspended after getting into a disagreement at their senior women in policing police conference about who had the best boobs. A boob fight. It's a boob fight. Oh my gosh. Okay, what, what now, were their it names? Is un- Those other names are Sarah Jackson and Rebecca Sutcliffe. Now, the two women, uh, so this happened this past Sunday, and it's unknown which one of the two women started the boob fight. I guess that's how you said it. Um, but sources claim boob fight. That, uh, <laughs> that, that Sutcliffe and Jackson had been comparing breasts with each other when it became heated when they couldn't decide who had the better breasts. Became heated. Uh, so the alleged fight took place last week during the three-day event designed to improve the profile and perception of female officers. <laughs> this was a pro-female police oh. conference where two higher-up ladies got into a boob fight. Boob fight. Well, Sutcliffe gave one of the speeches at the Maybe this can be an event at uh, Fun and Public Radio Which prom. was, we're not going to have a boot right. fight well, I just thought prom. I'd throw it out there. No. Uh, Sutcliffe gave one of the speeches at the conference, which was attended by female police chiefs from all over Britain. Uh, afterwards, she wrote on Twitter that the event was great, and it, was, it clearly inspired so many people. I don't know for what. Maybe future boob fights. <laughs> I'm inspired. Uh, so the police chief, uh, who's in charge of Sutcliffe, uh, said that he was so proud of the officers who organized the event. However, he later took that tweet down and suspended Sutcliffe over her spat with uh, Officer Jackson. Uh, Sutcliffe, who won? Sutcliffe said, uh, <laughs> she told reporters, I have nothing to say. This is an incredibly stressful time. A <laughs> uh, police spokesperson said a senior officer. But they're has been real suspended. and they're fantastic. <laughs> but they're, they're re- Greg, you said it wrong. They're real and they're spectacular. Oh, spectacular. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, a spokesperson did have to release. A senior officer has been suspended following allegations of inappropriate behavior. Boop fight! Hashtag boop fight. An investigation is underway, and it would be inappropriate to make further comments. I don't know if it was further comments on what was going on or further comments on who had the best boobs. So boop we fight. still do not know the conclusion. Man. Oh, she deleted her Twitter account. Uh-oh. Rebecca Sutcliffe. Boop fight! My name's Bob Willamette. I'd like to know if you'd like to participate in a boob fight. If you'd like to join a boob underground boob fighting ring that I have. What I'm to pit you against another lady and you guys discuss how your boobs are better than the other ones. Yeah, it's all underground. You know, it's kind of off the radar. It's like Fight Club, but for boobs. For bo- but boob fights. Boob fights. Ooh, I could turn this into a thing. You really could. Have you heard about Bob Willamette's boob fights? Dude, it's getting to be a big deal. Wow. There you go. That's your world of crazy. Boob Ooh. fight. Randomly, I didn't even think about this. So I just brought in the Boob Fight Club. Speaking so, of Fight Club, guess who I saw yesterday? Who? In a Thai restaurant. It was the most Portlandy moment. <laughs> guess who I saw in a Thai restaurant? I saw Chuck Palahniuk yesterday. It was oh, very Chuck pa- exciting. Really? Chuck Palahniuk, the author of Fight Club oh. and Lullaby and Survivor and Choke and yeah. all kinds of amazing things. He's an awesome. So I saw right, him. He's from Portland. Yeah, he's from Portland. You don't really see him around Portland too much. I think he lives uh, outside of Portland. I think I thought he lived in Vancouver. I like don't know. A house I, up there, I but... don't stalk him, so I'm unaware. Well, I don't stalk him either. I, I just don't was follow just him into Thai in. restaurants. No. So as we were talking about, you know, I have my strep throat, so I have to get my soft noodles. So I went to my. Oh God. So I went to one of my neighborhood. You Thai should probably places. stop telling everyone that you have strep throat. I don't have strep throat. Well, I know you don't now. I said I just have a sore throat. I don't say strep throat. I don't want to be a pariah. Hi, my name's Sarah. I have strep throat and I'm eating soft I food. I don't have strep I have. I'd like to buy some soft snacks, please, <laughs> on account soft. of my strep throat. So I went and got some soft noodles yesterday, and I walked in. And he has, if you've ever seen what he looks like, like he has a very distinct look to Honestly, him. I'm not even 100% sure what he does He's look like. He's very fit. He's very thin. Um, I don't know. Um, very, very thin. Um, I don't know, like medium height, glasses. Like he very looks handsome. like... 
Everybody in Portland. Yeah. So, so I walk in, and it's completely dead inside of this Thai restaurant. And, you know, there's kind of a bell that chimes when you walk in. And I look, and, you know, the bell chimes, and you kind of looked up a little. And I look at him, and it's like, holy motherfucking shit. Did you go talk to him? Did no. you overshare with him? I left hi, him. Hi, Chuck Polinick. No. By the way, you need to I'm give here getting me, soft noodles for my stuff. You need to give me credit where credit is due. I left him the fuck alone. Oh. I left him. We were the only two people in there. I could have said something and ruined his meal. And you know what? I didn't. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I was very proud of myself. Okay. So I saw him and I'm just like, oh, my God, that's Chuck Polinick. Oh, my God, he's sitting over there writing. Like he's sitting over He's actually like working on something. I'm witnessing like what could be the next great novel. And he's yeah. just sitting there in my hole in the wall Thai restaurant that I go to. Right. Yeah. It was very cool. I have to say, you know, Portland's kind of depressing when you're like trying to like, you know, warm your way through all the construction and, you know, just everything being torn down, billions of people on the roadways. Uh-huh. It's kind of neat to have a little Portland moment. Wow. It was very cool. Very cool. It was and cool, you didn't, Greg. You didn't overshare him. And I did him. not bother I kinda him. I kind of just don't believe that. But... I did not bother him. I didn't even write that I had seen him until after I left. That's how respectful I was. You weren't sitting there tweeting. Did you take a picture? No. Okay. No. I met him a couple times, but it was long, long ago. All right. And I just And he seemed like he was enjoying his meal. And clearly, like, this place isn't very... Well known, so uh-huh. I, like clearly that's his like his happy spot, and I'm not going to take that away from him. Okay. So I didn't want to leave it, but I really did want to say something. But I did. Yeah. But I did. What would you have said to him? I know exactly what I have. I have strep throat, so I'm getting soft noodles. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Hi. Shut up. I know exactly what I was going to say to him because uh, Memorial Weekend, Memorial Day weekend's coming up, and that's the one weekend a year now that uh, the Wilhelm. Mausoleum is open. Oh my God! Please stop talking about the mausoleum. And so I, he wrote all of Survivor and actually parts of his other, some of his other books at the mausoleum. And I love the mausoleum. And so I was going to ask him if if he had made eye contact or if there was any way, shape, or form that he would have maybe looked like he wanted to talk. I was going to ask him if he was going to go to the mausoleum over Memorial Day. I thought it was going to be a really cool, a real cool anecdote you're going to put cool in there. Anecdote. Yeah, real insider so, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, I know that you totally wrote that. He wrote some parts of Fugitives and Refugees up there as well. <laughs> oh, my. I am really glad you didn't say I that didn't. to him. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm so proud sorry. of myself. I left him the fuck alone. He was eating his dinner and, uh, and writing, and I was very proud of myself. I was a decent human being. I shouldn't be proud of myself because you, you should leave someone alone if they're having <laughs> – I know. take care of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, good job. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks, Greg. I'm, I'm happy Thank for you, you for being a normal person. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I didn't realize what time it was. We need to... Well, we do have a birthday, but I'm we trying to do. pull up some. And I could, I'm going to read it. We do have a birthday. Okay, mm-hmm. you're going to take care of it. Well, while yes. you're doing that, I want to remind everybody of something else. In addition to... Don't do it in your creepy voice. The trying times that we're all going through by... That we're trying to solve and unite by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. There's also somebody else who supports us, and that's Next Adventure. Next Adventure! Next Adventure! Next Adventure. We love them. They've been a longtime sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Um, you can go to... I don't think they need music. No, I was it. trying to find romantic music for the Romantic... Background. Next Adventure isn't really a romance thing. Um, I mean, I yes guess you could find a gift you, for people. Yeah, you can. And you can also go on romantic backpacking trips. You oh. go on romantic hikes. You can get a two-person, like, kayak. Yeah, and that's go on true. A, and go romantically romantic on the, on the river. I suppose you could. Well, you know what? Actually, I am going to play the music now. Next Adventure... Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, your home for all of your outdoor needs. Do you have that special someone in your life that you've been looking to spend some more time with? Maybe get away together out to the woods. Next adventure. Where you're not going to murder them. No. Greg, everything you say sounds like you're going to murder someone. You're taking to the woods and not murder them. As a spokesperson for Next Adventure, I, Bob Willametti, often use kayaks on my river through downtown Portland, and I purchase all of my kayaks at Next Adventure. Nextadventure.net. Of course, their paddle center store right here in southeast Portland. Why, why do you really talk dates, so quiet? Like, talk a little stronger. When I take my dates and my various female companions, they also the have river. human-sized duffel bags you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> when I take when my dates deep, long, deep into the woods. When I go for long <laughs> rides in my canoe at night when no one can see me and <laughs> leave deposits in the river, I do it in. Leave Style deposits in the river? What does that even mean? <laughs> when I drop things off, it's my river. I make sure to buy my kayaks from Next Adventure. 
Bob Willamette saying, find your romantic needs and desires. <laughs> Don't murder anybody. Not for murdering purposes. <laughs> At nextadventure.net. I was just pulling... Once you purchase it, it's your oh property. You can do God, whatever you want you with it. you just stop. <laughs> Next um, Adventure really is fantastic. That was probably our last spot ever for them yeah. because I'm sure they're going to... Um, I didn't realize. I just put, looked up like romantic music instrumental really quick, so I was trying to pull it up. And this one is called Love Making Romantic Piano Music. Oh. Mm. Stop it. Pl- always pleasantly don't make surprised. Ple- don't make pleased noises. Always, always <laughs> pleased. Intrigued. Oh. That's intriguing. Okay. Well, we do have a birthday. Mm. And I'm just going to keep the romantic music going because mm. uh, this comes with a message. This is from uh, Norm. Oh. Greg! No, it's always got to be like, I just Stop took a, it. You're a, not peppering. a bite of a delicious cake that Nobody I was like, oh. Nobody wants you to eat cake. This was pleasing. Greg, he wants me to do something special, so stop. It's not about Greg right now. Mm. Okay, yeah, all right. I'm, try- I'm trying to pepper it in with a little bit of romance. It, it, it already has romance because he wrote and he asked us to say this thing to his dear, lovely wife, Katie, oh. on her birth. Do you think he'd want Bob Willamette to read it? No, no, I don't think. Okay, maybe he would. I think Bob Willamette would be a, the perfect way to do this because he did send this in. I mean, I don't know if it's going to sully it or not. But I think it would be appropriate if Bob Willamette read it. I think it would be better if uh, Chester Huntington. Chester Huntington. That uh, would probably Chester's be Chester's been a – got to get back into that voice. That's been a while. The, uh, I'm really feeling Bob Willamette. Okay, let's just be Bob Willamette. Just All right. This is, this is from Norm. Now, he did not ask us to read it in this voice, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, this is from Norm in Texas to Katie. It is uh, Katie's birthday. And it is also, of course, accompanied to love making romantic piano music. Happy birthday, my darling Katie. Mm. Greg! Just, what? I'm, I'm, you got to let me read it straight through so that way they can cut this out, you know, and then their, you know, reunions or whatever, they can play this for the whole family. It can be <clears> an <throat> audio yeah. romantic anniversary card. Mm. Okay. Happy birthday, my darling Katie. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I will miss you during your week-long scuba trip. I just wanted to tell you that you are a badass, a queen, the Tarunga Leela to my Philip J. Fry, the bee to my bonnet. Happy birthday, Katie. I love you. P.S. Please do not get gummed to death by a whale shark. Because I don't know where anything is in the apartment. Oh, that's nice. That was perfect, Greg. There you I go. Have that to was... say, I have to say Bob Willamette was supposed to read that. <laughs> I didn't even know that he existed until now. Yeah, me neither. And uh, that was meant for him. Excellent. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. Happy birthday, Katie. <laughs> Norm probably hates us now. <laughs> Bob Willamette. Bob Willamette is here to say. Oh. Stop it. It's so creepy when you do that. I was just mildly pleased. Hmm. Ooh. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, oh, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You are all wonderful people. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. A um, couple of words. One, <laughs> nextadventure.net really is. Uh, Next Adventure, of course, you know, their main store is right here in Stark and Grand. We really do appreciate their sponsorship. And seriously, go in there. It's a, it's a wonderful store. Also... Save that date, July 22nd, because that is our Fun Employment Radio Lister Party prom. And we've got more info coming up about that probably early next week. Yes, next week. Yes, next we're in, week. We're getting it nailed down. There a lot are of things big things. In the works. A lot it's of big things be will be announced. And that's next week. Tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio, it's a full day uh, for your listening pleasure. And starting off at... What? We've got a pair of tickets to give away, don't we? Yes, we do. 
Real quick, what's how are we giving away All these? right, whoever Find can, Mike Kaplan tickets. Mike Kaplan, who's going to be at Revolution Hall, which is an amazing venue that's going to be tomorrow night, Friday, May 20th. Answer this question. The first answer gets a pair of tickets to go see him. All right, what is the name of Mike Kaplan's second comedy album that he released? What is the name of Mike Kaplan's second comedy album that he released? Mike Kaplan's second comedy album that he released. First one to write it in the chat gets a pair of tickets to go see him tomorrow. Awesome. At Revolution Hall. And that is going to be at Revolution Hall uh, on Friday, May 20th. He's also going to be on the show tomorrow as he well. He'll be on the show. As well as uh, Dan Cummins will yes. be stopping by too. So chock it's a full. Chock full, chock full of stuff tomorrow. So send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Love you all. Bye. Bye. That's nice. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.